Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today, and we have got a great show in store. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share about one of our amazing partners, Pine Cove Camps. Pine Cove is excited to bring their over 50 years of camp and ministry experience to their newest overnight youth camp in Georgia. Let's go. It's called The Springs. I'm such a fan of camp and seriously had some of the most formative spiritual experiences of my life in the same weeks that I got to learn archery as a kid, that I got to play capture the flag and eat Snickers bars. Y'all, it was the best. If you were with us during Advent, you know what I'm talking about. Those arrows drawn back, right? I love archery. Pine Cove's college summer staff are amazing Christian role models. You'll definitely want your kids to be around. These counselors don't just watch the campers from afar to make sure everyone's staying safe, but they actually invest in the spiritual and personal growth of each kid. As a parent or a super aunt, you might be wondering how Pine Cove vets and hires and trains their college staff. They're super transparent about it, which I really respect. And they have all the information on their website at pinecove.com slash summer dash camps slash staff. Don't worry. You know the link is in our show notes below. You can click on it. Pine Cove Camps offers a safe place of belonging and community. I love this. But Pine Cove campers often say they felt free to be themselves without judgment for the first time. Campers build true in-person community and a shared foundation of gospel truth. Pine Cove Camps are Christ-centered, others-focused, and seriously fun. Summer after summer, every kid at camp will not only hear the gospel, they will see it lived out all around them through the staff and the intentional camp activities. Pine Cove is bringing Christ-centered, others-focused, and seriously fun counselors and activities to their new overnight youth camp in Georgia, serving third to ninth graders. Start a new summer tradition for your child at Pine Cove Springs this summer. Check out pinecove.com slash springs and use the code TSF250 for $250 off a first-time overnight youth camp registration. Don't delay because Pine Cove already has waitlist building for some of their camp weeks. Again, that's pinecove.com slash Springs and use the code TSF250 for $250 off. Today on the show, I get to talk with my sweet friend, Kelly Minter. If we've been friends for a while, you may remember Kelly from the first time she was on the pod back on episode 176. But if not, you can go back and listen. We'll link to that episode in the show notes. Kelly is an amazing Bible teacher and author. She's someone who teaches us about hope and healing. You'll hear it, but we have such kindred spirits about how alive the Bible is in our lives, how much we love the local church and her heart to minister to the vulnerable through her partnership with Justice and Mercy International an organization that cares for people in the Amazon and Moldova. It inspires me so much. We're going to hear a lot today about the Amazon because she got back two days ago, you guys. Her latest book is a 90-day devotional called The Blessed Life. Y'all, with as much time as we're spending with Jesus on the Let's Read the Gospels podcast, the fact that Kelly has gifted the world with a 90-day journey through the mind, heart, and mission of Jesus, digging into the Sermon on the Mount and the 10 miracles and healings after that by Jesus. I mean, come on. I cannot wait for y'all to hear all about it. So here's my conversation with Kelly Minter. Kelly, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. You got back from the Amazon two days ago? Oh yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, the jungle, we're right down in the thick of it. And now I'm back right here in Nashville, Tennessee. I, uh, it, was, it was a quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, how long were you there? 
About eight days, wow. and it was awesome. I was there with 115 jungle pastors. No way. Yes, men So that's and women. what Justice and Mercy International does is trains pastors in the jungle. Yes. Wow. Yeah, one of the things that we yes, do. Yes. That's kind of our big thing because yeah. then we can minister to all the families yeah. and get to people who have need through the local churches. I mean, you're doing unreached people groups. I love that well, stuff. Well, you know, it's pretty cool because they're really doing it, and yeah. so they'll come to us and then say, like, yeah, I just came from a tribe that that's where I live. And like one guy quoted me John 316 in his native oh, tribal language. Yes. It was crazy. It was yeah. unlike anything I'd ever heard before. So who's teaching them with? So do you go, hey, our conference for this year is going to be these dates. Come into this big city in the Amazon. Big cities. Yes. Pretty I mean, close. Yeah. yeah. So we're uh, we have a we actually have a retreat center about an hour and a half by boat outside of Manaus. So wow. our retreat center is actually in the jungle, hence why there were two boa constrictors. I cannot <laughs> believe you saw but real boa constrictors. At any rate, um yes. But they so we bring everybody in, we boat them in, we fly them in, and that's part of the that's part of what we get to do is is they really can't afford to get in. So we bring them in. Yes. Almost every, I would say 98% of all of these pastors, they are not supported in any way. Wow. So we are talking about people that live day to day with nothing. Yes. And it's just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. So it was an awesome week. So we do a lot of teaching. This yeah. last time we were talking about the word, how to study the word, the power of the word. Gosh, and then Kelly. they, of course, teach us so much. We oh, sit sure. with them one on one and tell us these crazy, amazing stories yeah. of God's provision and miracles that are happening there. Who's the we? Uh, Who know? else teaches with you? So lots of different people. We've got okay. pastors that come down. We have counselors that come down to help with people who have gone through trauma, yeah. marriage issues. And then I teach as well. And so, the, yeah, there's yeah. several several of us down there. But I never – I mean, it's like I say I teach, but then it's like let's be honest. You know, they are blessing me so much more. They show me faith in a way that yeah. I can't even – you know, well, y'all teach in words. different languages. They're teaching yes, you in faith, and you're teaching them in knowledge and skill and study that people don't know how to study the Bible if someone doesn't show them how. Exactly. I didn't either. Exactly. Yes. Right? No, none of us did. Yeah. Right? I mean, so what exciting. an unbelievably cool way to use your life. Well, this has been a huge gift, and it's been, you know, it's part of my whole story of, like, this completely disaster of a of a record deal, like, eight years of three, yeah. you know, failed record deals and such hardship in the music industry and just, you know, dreams that never came to fruition. And then it was that last record deal where the president of the record company had a connection in Brazil and brought yeah. me to the jungle. Yeah. And I thought that I was signing that deal so that finally I could be rich and famous for the glory of God, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, why not, right? Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh, no, actually, that record's not going to sell any copies, but you're going to find yourself in the Amazon jungle. Yeah. And then that ended up being that ended up being the blessed life. I mean, yes. that ended up being what was so meaningful for me and oddly enough I was in the jungle the day of release of this of this devotional uh -uh. yes which is not an <laughs> ideal time you know yeah. right you're kind of supposed to be home doing stuff yeah but I was there and it was so great because I thought you know what where else would I want to be than with the people who helped teach me what Jesus was talking about yes. anyway yes in the Sermon on the Mount right. and the people who are living this life and so I thought well this really is the blessed life. I'm so thankful that I get to be here. And so it was just an awesome, it was an awesome week. Oh, I'm Sans so, the snake. You also, know, but. Yeah. I mean, two boa constrictors, mm -hmm. like 
grown up, really long Big ones. Yeah. Did you what? How, tell me how you saw them. Did you look outside and you're like, oh, good morning? And then it's like, holy cow, there's a boa constrictor. No, we were. It was in the dark, and we were out on this veranda. <gasps> Lord have mercy. And we were having a debrief meeting. Half Brazilians, half Americans. It was about ten o'clock at night. And the crazy thing is, is there were a bunch of people from our group that saw it the whole time, but they thought it was a cable. And like oh, what, wow. one of my friends, it, her her name's Melissa. She's like one of the, she teaches at Southeastern and she goes, see Kelly, see, I just, ha- I hadn't gotten my mind right. <laughs> she right. Goes, Cause I'm looking <laughs> and I'm thinking cable. I'm not thinking Boa because yeah. my mind's not right yeah. yet. You know, yeah. down in the Amazon. Yeah. You're so, pointing up from what everyone listening isn't seeing. You're oh, pointing sorry. up. Was it up in the air? It, oh, sorry. It, great. Yes. I, it was, no, it was up oh. coiled around the beams that were going uh, overhead oh, of us. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So what happened was We're it started every to move. Right now. Yeah, it started no. to move, and every and so we had a jungle guide there named Milton, who is like, if ever the Hero. end of the world happens, I want yeah. to be on Milton's island. Yep. So he put a chair on top of a table, was balancing, and then gently uncoiled it, brought it down, and then released it. And so the next night, a bunch of people were gone, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit out on the veranda going to just look at the stars. I'm going to take in what God's done. I'm going to have some times of solitude. And I did a sweep with my eyes. Yeah, for of the sure. Up, you know, I'm like, dude, I know what a cable looks like and what a snake now. A boa, a tree boa looks yeah, like now. Yeah, you'll never be at the retreat I've got center the clear, same. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a whole sweep. It was all good. I turned off the lights. That's... Wow, what a move. And I lay and I had one of those chairs that like leans way back. So I'm uh-huh. laying there and I'm telling you, I'm not five minutes in. And all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, you know what? That looks like one of those cables. And I got up and I turned on the light. And if you would believe it, it was a completely different one. Uh-huh. It was bigger Wrapped than the one before. The thing again. Heck yes. And I was screaming for Milton. Yes. Yes. And he's looking at me like, Kelly, come on, like just let it be. And yeah. I said, Milton, here's the thing. I said, what is going to keep that thing from getting in my room, which is like 20 feet away? That's exactly right. And he said, nothing. <laughs> he's like, but they don't want to be in your room. Out here is where the bats are, the mice, yeah. the lizard. And then one of my friends was like, are they interested in Pop-Tarts? <laughs> we, we had some of those That's in the room. That's what we need so, to know. <laughs> yeah. Do they like Pop-Tarts or Power Bars or, you know. That's horrible. Peanut M&M's. Oh, so, gosh. Anyway, but it was a great trip. It was a great yeah, trip. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think a lot of our friends – who do the job that you do and that I do, the writing books, writing Bible studies, have these passion projects that because yeah. of what we write, we are able to do these passion projects like this. Yes. Or like I think of um, Lisa Harper and all of her theology stuff she does, the retreats yes. and the or Ann Voskamp and all she does with compassion and what you yes. do with JMI. Uh, did you know when you started writing that this would be part of the benefit of it? No, yeah. no, no. And it all kind of grew up together yeah. at the same time. And yeah. I had no idea how much this people, this group of people would impact my faith, how I use my resources, how I think about time, how I think about eternity, wow. how I interpret scripture. Yeah. So those were things that I had, I could never have even imagined mm-hmm. the impact that they would have yes. that is not you can't hardly put it into words, but it just sort of permeates all of your uh-huh. theology. Yes. And so that's just being around them. They have a clear picture of eternity. They are not living for the things of here. They don't yeah. have the things of this world. Yeah. So it's a real crazy shock to come home 
uh, most years to the Super Bowl. Because you think like, right. now I love football. So yes. hear me. I love football. I love it. But it's, it is such a glorification of everything that this world has to offer. Yes. And it's such a, it's just a whiplash coming back yeah. from being with people who they just, what the world has to offer is just not part of their daily paradigm yes. for the most part. Yes. And I don't know. It's just, a, it's a very different, it's hard to put into words, but it's impacting. You've been to Israel multiple yeah, times. J- yes? Just once. Oh, just once. Just once. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So compare it. I have a similar feeling about scripture because of Israel. Is it yeah. similar to that of like once you, once this other culture or this other place gets in your blood a little bit around scripture, it changes how you read everything? Yes. I love that you said that. So Israel to me is you get the place of scripture. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying you don't get the people either, but you get the place. Yes. You can see all of the places. Yes. You can see the Sea of Galilee. You can see the temple and all, you know, or, or the remnants. Whereas the Amazon to me mm-hmm. gets to the people of the yes. New Testament in the yes. sense of I feel like these are the types of people that would be following Jesus. These are the yeah. types of people that don't have a lot of food, don't have a lot yeah. of clothes, don't have electricity, don't have a lot of possessions, and are truly itinerant in that they're moving all the time, wherever God calls them next. Yeah. So I get the people of the Bible when yes. I go to the Amazon. Yes. But it is very similar yeah. in that a lot of times if you look at my Bible, you'll see me just be like, jungle pastors, jungle pastors in the margin, jungle wow. pastors. Because I'll see things that I'll think, huh, that doesn't really – I don't see that a lot here. But, I, yeah. man, I see that lived out there, yeah. you know. Wow. When so. do you go back? Is it once a year? I, no, I'll go back in June. We've been taking – this will be our second study and serve trip. We're taking 35 women from across the country. Oh, my gosh. On a half retreat, half mission. And oh, we wow. fill up our boat, and they stay in hammocks. And last year we did it. We took 35 women who had never been on anything like this before. They stay in hammocks? Oh. Outside? Absolutely. We, Dude. <laughs> we blow it out, Annie. And they loved it. Yeah, like I'm we, sure. They just, they come. Yeah, they, we string hammocks on the boat. They're real, everybody's you real tight. You sleep on the boat. Yes. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's a whole boat trip. Oh, yeah. Kelly. It's the only way to get that many people on there. Yeah. And that's how the Brazilians do it. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. Oh, it's the best. I go to sleep in that hammock. And I get the deepest sleep. Yeah. And the the cool thing is you're so like right on the equator. So sun rises at six, sets at six. Yeah. Every day, 365 days a year. Yeah. So you're just, you're up with the sun. It sets at you know. six. You know, they only get 12 hours. It's pretty much, I think I'm right yeah. about that. Yeah. Fact check me, everybody. But yeah, I think no, no, I'm no, pretty, no, pretty close. Yeah. That's about what it is. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you ever see yourself moving? No, 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 okay. no. I d- I, that came out really fast. Didn't right, it? That means it's true. <laughs> That's great. I love that. No, I still, no, I don't. But I, I do love it. I do see myself going there, though, for the rest of my life. Yeah. Lord willing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a huge, when I'm there, I feel very. Do you write when there. you're there? Like when you were working on The Blessed Life, do you ever retreat and go do things like that? I don't retreat there, but I was on a deadline that I was late on. (laughs) I did quite a bit of writing on a boat in the Amazon finishing up The Blessed Life. So you know that. Yeah, I finished a project last week and I... um, Someone said, do you always finish in a hotel? I was like, no, only when I'm late. <laughs> yes, I normally right. just yes, stay at my yes, house. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> but I had to go on, on a, a trip a day early because I was behind. <laughs> oh, yes, totally. No, I was not supposed to be riding on this trip. Yeah. But there I was in a hammock. <laughs> oh, my god! And the humidity was so bad that it was like my track pad was 
it, it was like the humidity was it was almost like it was the trackpad thought something was pressing on it. Oh so my god. I was copying and pasting every time I mo- it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. There was you nothing I could do, but before, I worked it out. Before it came out, you worked it out. I, I am so excited to talk to you about this because as our friends listening know, and as you know, we have the Let's Read the Gospels podcast where we read all four books every month, twelve times this year. Oh, that's amazing. And so we are working our way through our second round. We're reading the ESV right now. And your whole devotional, this 90-day devotional, The Blessed Life, is literally the first few chapters of Matthew, right? The right. Sermon on the Mount and then into 10 Miracles. Is that what you said? Yeah. So it's so cool the way Matthew has curated this for us. And I think this is several years ago when I caught this, mm-hmm. it changed everything for me. So basically what Matthew has done is if you look at the end of chapter 4, he says that Jesus went around proclaiming the good news of the kingdom teaching in the synagogues, and healing every sickness and disease. Yeah. Then you go to the end of chapter 9, and he says Jesus went around preaching the good news of the kingdom, wow. teaching in the synagogues, and healing every sickness and disease. So you ask yourself, was, did Matthew forget that he already said that in chapter yeah. 4, verse 23, yeah. and so he's saying it again? Or No, he is using what scholars would call an inclusio, like think about two parentheses. Wow. yes. And so basically what he's doing is he shows us in between what he just said on either end. So he shows us what he taught, and he so it's shows like, it's us like what he did. It's like writing an old-school five-paragraph essay, it, where yes. in the intro, you're yes. saying the three points, yes, yeah. and at the outro, you say so the three the, points. And then the, you show it and in between. you show it in the middle. He wrote a five-paragraph essay. Essentially, <laughs> yes. And so we, but what happens is, what do we do? We take the Sermon on the Mount, which is chapter five, six, and seven, yeah. and we extrapolate it, which is fine, because yeah. that's his teaching. But then what happens? He comes down the mountain of Galilee, yeah, and then we see him go and have 10 encounters, 10 encounters with people. There are these 10 miracles, Ugh. and then you get the end of that inclusio. And so there's a very specific package. But what's so cool is at the end of that is where you get the harvest field, where he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send people into his harvest field. Now, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know exactly how you grew up, Annie, but I grew up in the church. And when I yeah, hear, you know, harvest field, I think missionaries in Taiwan, yes. right? That's kind yes. of like where my- Or that I'm supposed to get my friends saved. Or, yeah, yeah <laughs> that, right. Yeah. So we kind of have, so, but when I, when I read it now, I think- Harvest Field, what is Jesus talking about? He's talking about what he just went through. So when he comes off the mountain, a leper meets him and heals the leper. Yeah. Then a Roman centurion who's an outsider wants his servant healed. Yeah. Then he goes in, another outsider, Peter's mother-in-law, yeah. gets healed. Then you've got him stealing the storm with the disciples in the boat. Then you have him all the way on the other side of the lake at the Gadarenes where he's casting out the, the demons. Pigs. They go they go to the pigs. Then he's back over with the paralyzed man where they break open the roof and they drop yeah. it in their friend. Then you've got Jairus' daughter who's yeah. dying and the woman of with the issue with the of blood. Yeah. You have demon-possessed men. You have blind men. So all of that, you get to the end of all of that. And then Jesus says, basically, now it's your turn. Pray wow. that people will send, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send people into the harvest field. Well, that's it. It's the broken, it's the sick, it's the outcast, it's the outsider, it's the poor, yes. it's the wealthy who can't get done yes. what they need to get done, yes. like the Roman centurion. It's and so it's just it's just been the coolest, I don't know, it's been the coolest experience. And to be able to pair Jesus' teaching with his actions. Yes. That Matthew did that so intentionally yeah. for us that I had never seen that. Yeah. 
And so that's what that's why I did a 90-day devotional, not just on the sermon, yeah. but that led straight into those 10 miracles because you get to see him live out what he just taught. Yes. And for our friends listening, you won't like that I do this, but for our friends listening, Kelly just did that from her head. You just listed those. You have hidden those in your heart. You just listed all those miracles from your head. Well, I've been sitting with this passage for a while, so yeah. it's kind of drilled deeply. Yes in my mind, yeah. but I, Why'd I love you pick it. it. Why, why Matthew? Cause listen, we're spending time with all four of the guys yeah. and I have different feelings about, about each of them every month. <laughs> and so uh, Matthew to us as me and Craig is always in uh-huh. here and Ashley sits in here as we were, Matthew's always the one that we're like, that guy, that is a hard, he wrote down the hard <laughs> stuff that Jesus said. Well, remember, I think that Matthew was really writing primarily to the Jews. Yeah. So he's trying to also show that Jesus is the the answer to yeah. the Jews. He is the Messiah that they've been waiting for. Yes. So he might be a little tougher because he's talking to his own his people. Own people. Sure. I don't know. That's all. Listen, don't you'd have to check with the people who really know. But no, that's kind know. of off the top of my head yes. on that one. I really loved it because when I was growing up, I avoided the Sermon on the Mount. And so mm. I love Matthew. I'll get to why I love it. I avoided the Sermon on the Mount. It it was terrifying to me. Like there are passages like if your eye lusts, uh, like rip it out. Pull it out, you know, right. If your hand right. sins, chop it off. You know, There were things like if your righteousness does not exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And yeah. you're like, wait, what? They were like the holy people. Yes. There were odd transitions to me like – you know, store up treasure in heaven, but not on earth. Oh, but if your eye is light or healthy, then you can see. And if your eye's dark, then you can't. And yeah. then you're and you're like, what? Right. You know. So there was a lot of things that were confusing to me. So, but I realized that I had I had gone around it, and I realized that I would go to the gospels for quote unquote salvation yes. for the cross and for the resurrection, and for Jesus as my Savior. Yes. And I would go to the epistles or, you know, the New Testament letters for how to live the Christian life. Ah. Never thinking that Jesus actually also taught us how to live <laughs> the Christian life. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Jesus for salvation, Paul for like, what do we do? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this was a fascinating, it was like the Lord of several years ago, when I, when I saw the connection between yeah. the miracles and the teachings, yeah. something went off for me in wow. my head. And then I thought, okay, I need to know what Jesus meant because this is his longest recorded sermon. And here I am. Growing up in a Christian home, teaching the Bible, and I don't really understand the Sermon on the Mount. So that started that. And then when I got into those 10 miracles and I realized that the first three were curated by Matthew is to reach total outsiders. Because the lepers, uh, he's a physical outcast. outcast. The Roman centurion is an ethnic outcast. And then you have Peter's mother-in-law as basically a gender outcast, as a woman. Well, Matthew, that's not chronological. Right. That's Matthew saying, hey, everybody, I want you to understand. Dude, that's not chronological. Right. No, no. That's what. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that awesome? Craig, I know. <laughs> we have the most fun in here with what's going on in the Gospels. And actually, for March, the one everybody's going to get to listen to next month, we're doing it in chronological order. And I was just thinking, I thought Peter's mother-in-law was earlier. Matthew does not care. Right. He's not telling us an order. He's telling us after the Sermon on the Mount. He's telling us what he wants wants us to understand. Now, I'm not saying that none of those miracles were chronological, but I I don't think that's not his pattern. No, No, that's not why he's... 
Mm-mm. Holy cow. So, now, listen, this is all like this is Craig Blomberg scholarship stuff. You yes, know, yes, I didn't yes. dream this stuff up. But when I saw this, I just thought, oh, my goodness, Matthew, the original audience would have understood what he was doing. Yeah. And when I got that, it was such a blessing for me. The The other thing that Stanley Hauerwas, who's a great theologian, that he pointed out that I just about burst into tears was he says here. So Jesus goes up to the mountain to teach. Yep. And he, he gives the Sermon on the Mount almost as. It's not a new law, but it's it's like almost a reinterpretation of the yes. Old Testament law. Yes. And then it says he comes down the mountain and Stanley says this this is so clearly the new Moses. Jesus is so cuz Moses yeah. went up to give the law, yeah. but then what happens? He comes down, he sees everybody in yes. crazy sin and yes. making golden calves and stuff. Yes. And he breaks the tablets. Stanley points out that Jesus comes down the mountain not holding any new law, not holding any tablets that need to be broken because he will be broken for us. Whoa. So he comes down essentially as the new law. Yes. Because he says yes. that in chapter five. He yes. said, I've come to, I've not, not come to abolish, to abolish the law, yes. but to fulfill the law. So he Dude. comes down as the fulfillment of the law who will be broken for yes. us. Yes. And and so there's all of this symbolism that's happening here that is so exciting when you get when you start to get into it and then you realize what Jesus is doing here there is no bottom to studying the gospels no there's no bottom no yeah no it's, I can't I cannot get over those two things that he was the law that will be broken and that Matthew's not writing in chronological order right My, Matthew is telling us to pay attention to the story yes Dude. and that he's got those outcasts in the beginning That's so- Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Ethos School. Education is changing, as you know, and your child deserves more than a one-size-fits-all experience in their education. As a Christian online school, Ethos understands the responsibility parents feel to ensure their child develops academically, socially, and spiritually. Maybe your child is fascinated by physics, but you don't know how to teach physics, or maybe your child's school doesn't offer the flexibility your child needs to really flourish, or the Christian perspective you'd like them to learn. Well, good news. Ethos partners with parents to shape their children as whole people, offering a over 100 relational high-quality online courses for 4th through 12th grade students, including multiple world language, math, dual credit, and advanced placement options, and weekly time with a live teacher and classmates. Visit ethosschool.org slash TSF. Ethos is offering to waive your $95 enrollment fee and are offering each of our friends a complimentary academic counseling session to plan out your child's academic journey. Ethos's online teachers are expert educators, and each one either has or is currently pursuing a graduate degree. No wonder Ethos advanced placement scores soar above national averages. Again, Ethos is waiving that $95 enrollment fee for our friends. So visit ethosschool.org slash TSF or click the link in our show notes to plan your child's educational journey with an Ethos academic counselor. And just one more quick moment to tell you about another one of our incredible partners, Nutrafol. My friends and I are all the time chatting about which hairstyling products we love, which curling irons or wands or flat irons work best for us. I'm telling you, we talked about it at lunch 
yesterday. But sadly, we don't talk a lot about something that actually affects so many people, women especially, thinning hair. It's more than common. It's normal. But going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. It's time to change the conversation. Join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. Stress, yep. Hormones, we've got them. Environment, we live in it. Nutrition, we know. And metabolism, yes. And they do that through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. They're formulated by physicians using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients and consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. And Nutrafol is a simple addition to your daily routine. Just four pills a day, and you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, y'all, 86%. And 3,000 plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code that sounds fun, and you'll save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Kelly. That sounds fun. Yeah, there's so many things like that that I felt like just continued to come yes. up and, and rise to the surface. Yes. And even how, you know, you have the Beatitudes in the beginning of the sermon, then salt and light. And that we're supposed to be salt and light. And then all of a sudden Jesus is like, oh, by the way, I didn't come to abolish the law. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, why did he Why did he say that? And what was so fascinating to me was there were so many people probably on the hillside that were thinking, wait a minute, you mean you're going to use all of these broken people on the side of a hill to be the salt and the light of the world? Like yeah. that seems like a new yeah. thing. And the blessed ones are the poor in spirit. The blessed ones are the mourners. This, yeah. You mean— and and so Jesus knew that they were thinking, wait, did he come to just completely disconnect us from the Old Testament? Yeah. It's like, no, yes. this is the fulfillment. These are the people that are going to change the world. Yes. You know, and and so just even the Beatitudes, like things like blessed are the poor in spirit, I think I've struggled to understand those. And when I'm in the jungle and I see people who are poor mm. and poor in spirit yes. that are so truly i'm not saying life is not hard it is hard but they're so truly fulfilled yes and i think because they understand they have the kingdom yeah and yeah. it's not just like pie in the sky stuff like right. they're actually living that out yeah and I, I i i that's i think when i say that they taught me they taught me the beatitudes yeah. and so that's that's been a blessing to see it actually lived out yes that this is for real you yes. can be in a season of mourning and be comforted. Yes. Um, you can be in a place where you are hungering and thirsting for justice and know that there is a day that you will be filled and that yes. you will be filled even now in, yeah. in part. Yeah. That you can be poor and poor in spirit and be blessed. And that's the other cool thing. That word blessed, when he says blessed are the poor in spirit or blessed are the, you know, those who are hungering and thirsting, he's not saying I am pronouncing a blessing over you. 
because you are poor in spirit, or I am pronouncing a blessing over you because you are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. No, he is saying that blessed are in the sense of it is a state of being. Like yeah. the blessed ones, the flourishing ones are the ones who are struggling, not because they're struggling, be- because the kingdom of God yeah. is in their midst. Yeah. It's a description of yeah. the blessed life. Right. And so it's just, it's, an, it's a mind blower. It, it, he's saying basically, this is wisdom literature. He's saying, this is the smart way to live. Yes. Like, yes. don't be dumb. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. you know, like, this is the wise way. Yeah. And, and so we just, we can take so much heart in those times of brokenness and mourning and struggling and waiting for things to be set right in this world and not waiting for this like pronounced blessing, but go, no, because the kingdom is here, we can thrive in the middle of this. This is actually a, this is a state of being in blessing. It's hard for me, Annie, to even fully grasp. I think I've grasped it in some of my most broken moments. Yeah. But I've seen it, I've tasted it, I've touched it. I don't understand it as much as the people that I was just with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what an incredible way for Jesus to start yes. the announcement of his ministry with yes. all of these broken, hurting people yes. and say, I could announce my kingdom to anybody. I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna announce it because we know who was there at the end of chapter four. It was the paralyzed. It was the sick. It was the poor. It was the broken. It was the demon possessed. Those were the people. Those were the types of people who were following God. And you realize that that's the group of people that he comes to announce his kingdom to first. Yeah, he didn't go to a rich neighborhood, which would be so much easier. Right. Or the powerful religiously, that might have been tough for him. But, you know, (laughs) yeah. Right. But he went to the people that most of us would find to be not an attractive audience. Yes. Not the audience you're trying for. Right. And and who couldn't really give him anything in return. And yet that becomes becomes the world changers. That's a conviction. Yes. You probably saw this today, too. We're For our friends listening, we're recording this just a day before you're going to hear this. Um, my friend Dave Hollis died. And he and, and I did see this that. morning, as I was thinking about his kids and mm. the other people who love him up close as well, I thought about blessed are those who mourn for they'll be comforted. Mm. And I just turned it around and said, okay, God, mm. we are so many of us are mourning. So many people mm. are mourning. You promise yes. we'll be comforted. Mm-hmm. How else do you use the Sermon on the Mount in prayer? Is that is mm-hmm. that a fair way to turn that into a reminder to God of what he's promised? I think absolutely. I think absolutely. And of course, we have the Lord's Prayer right in the middle of the Sermon yes, on the Mount. So yes. praying that. Uh, but I think absolutely praying through the Beatitudes. I, I, I think 100% because we're, we are basically claiming what Jesus has promised us. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those promises are more future oriented. Yes. Uh, but the kingdom of heaven is present. Yours is the kingdom of, co- yeah. of heaven, not you will be comforted or yes. you will be filled. Yes. Uh, but we know that because of Jesus and because of his Holy Spirit, many of these are present for us, though, now yes, a- and in future, ultimately. Yeah. So I think 100%, I love, I haven't even thought to do that, but I love that. That's where you really can claim. Yes. In yes. the best sense of the word. If Jesus said it. This is something yes. we can hold yes. on to. Yes. Yes. Uh, even in the, I think this is in Matthew. 
Matthew 7, the ask, seek, knock. Yes. Right. And so anytime I run into something, Jesus said, if you knew how many times Kelly, I said, you said, you know, and then not, in, not in a disrespectful way in a reminding way. Yes. But even when we get to ask, seek, knock of like, if you ask, you'll receive. I say to mm-hmm. Jesus, you said, if yes. I asked, yes, I'll receive. And so I'm asking again. Yes. For this, or I'm asking for this, and 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 so turning scripture back into prayer feels like this is how you can know you're in alignment. Yes, absolutely. And I love too that because that ask, seek, knock passage. That's a tricky one. It it trips people up because yeah. we're like, well, can we but ask I did. for that new kitchen? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, or whatever. That's right. But remember that prayer is sitting in the context of the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. So everything that we're going to be asking, seeking, knocking will be in that context of treasure in heaven. Yeah. You know, generosity, not worrying, fasting, prayer. You know. I already said generosity, uh, being salt and light, yes. good works for other people, yes. the, the the hardships of life. So we're we're gonna we're gonna pray in that context, yes, which makes good. a big difference. One cool thing too about that passage, I'm glad you brought that up. That I love is that I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it, it's basically like if you had a son that asks for a piece of bread, are you gonna give him a stone? Yes. If he asks for a fish. Are you going to give them a snake, or that's, in my that's case, three a snake tree references? Boa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if, you're, if you're playing any kind of game, yeah. that's three times. That's three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or a tree boa wrapped around the beams mm-hmm, of the. Mm-hmm. Um, but what one? I think it was Craig Blomberg that pointed out that I never thought about that. I think is so important. Is he says, look at how a stone could look like a round loaf of bread. Yeah. Look at how a fish could look like a snake. In yeah. other words. Not only is this good father going to give you what you ask for, but he's not going to deceive you. Yes. And yes. I thought that was really important. That's beautiful. Because that was part of it that I had never seen before. That it's not just that he's going to like be nasty and give yes. you something you don't want, yes. but he's not going to trick you. Oh, I've said that in prayer, Kelly. I've said to the Lord, I know you don't tease. Right. And I know you don't trick me. Yes. I feel, here's what yeah. I feel. I feel yeah. like I've been tricked. Right. By you. Yes. Yes. I know that isn't who you are. Yes. And therefore, realign me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Our so feelings, good. we say this a lot, our feelings can ride. They don't get to drive. Yes. So they can, <laughs> can be ride, in the car. Yeah. I can still feel that. Yeah. But when I, t- when I submit it to the Holy Spirit, the submission is, my feelings are true. Right. They are not the truth. They are not the truth. So That's align so me. Yeah. Align me that God does not trick us. He doesn't trick us. Right. And I love so, that in that passage. I also too, love that this bread. is what Jesus is saying about the Heavenly Father. Yeah. I think about that a lot, too, because he says you have a good father who delights to give good things to his children. Yeah. Or I think it's in Luke's gospel, the Holy Spirit. But I think that's not even the Apostle Paul talking. That's not James talking. That That's Jesus, that's Jesus talking about yeah. who God the Father is. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's really helpful. Yeah. You know, I mean. He says no one has seen him but me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like right. giving us, you know, and then, you know, in, in chapter six, you've got the whole thing about the don't worry and look at the birds, observe oh, the, the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. And that yes. is just such a beautiful, beautiful passage. Yes. And you think back in that day, they didn't have, you know, like multimedia and all these different yeah. things. And so he would just take these really simple yeah. examples and say, look at the birds. They can't, they can't sow. They can't. They can't reap. They can't store. Basically, they have no ability to plan. Yeah, they have no ability to plan. And so, and he's saying, they can't plan, and yet every day, yeah. your father feeds them. Yeah. Then you go to the lilies of the field. They're, 
they don't even have a bird brain. Yes. Like they, like, you know what I'm saying? They're even <laughs> they like less. Brains. Yeah, yeah. There's no planning. There's no, I mean, there's not even like, Hey, maybe today I should go out and look for something yeah, yeah. and look at how they're dressed. And so it's just a good, it's just all so good. And he talks about worry and I don't know, yeah. it's just all there, but you got to sit there yeah. with it for some time. Yes. We um, worked on a bouquet today at the office for Valentine's for our dear Craig's wife. And I cannot tell you every time I touch a flower, like we have tulips, every time we were peeling the leaves off to put them in a bouquet, right? Yeah. Every time I think of the lilies of the field, I'm like, these tulips did nothing to be this beautiful. Right. And and God handled it. Mm-hmm. He just handled it. He handled it. And it, I think about it every single time because I, I feel like tulip leaves are shaped like lilies, you know, like that so same beautiful. Um, trumpet kind of look. Yes. And you just go, the Lord handles it. Yeah. He just handles it and he doesn't trick us. And they're not stressed out. No, they don't care. Yeah. They're fine. Not even a bird brain. <laughs> not exactly. even a bird brain. Not even brain. a bird brain. Hey, friends, just one more quick break to share about another amazing partner, ZocDoc. Okay, so you've been stewing about a health problem you have. I get it. You've almost gotten to the point that I've gotten to before where you resort to, like, texting your group chat or jumping on Marco Polo to get your friends' opinions on, like, your medical situation. Now, I'm sure your friends are just as brilliant and wonderful as mine are and as brilliant as wonderful as you are. But the truth is, you're extremely unlikely to find qualified medical advice in your group chat. In my group chat with my friends, we have one nurse. And she's helpful, but you can find the help you need from a doctor on ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling your best and you're just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your limited energy. (laughs) That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. You can book an appointment with just a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. So go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And you know I'm going to say it. You can get your docs in a row. Oh, I love it. I just love it. Okay. All right. We all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun. 
Remember all the links to our sponsors to the AFD Week in Review, our book of the month, and the tickets for the Here For You tour are all available in our show notes. Be sure to check those out. Just trying to make things a little easy for you where we can. And now back to finish up our conversation with Kelly. Do you feel like, this is a funny sentence, do you feel like Jesus is having a moment? I feel like he's everywhere all of a sudden. The Chosen, he, there's these new TV ads, tons of books are coming out about Jesus. Yes. What's the deal? You know, I think you absolutely are right because I've heard that. Actually, my publisher a few years ago, I, and I'll just be honest, I said, yeah. I, and this had nothing to do with why I published this because I'd already had it on my heart, but I said, what's selling? She said, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Which is, but what I have to think is that it's the Holy Spirit, that yeah. the Holy Spirit is, there's a movement that going on that he's just stirring hearts for him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. Yes. He's, he's salvation. He's yes. life. He's everything. He's the answer. And 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 the, the world, I know people say this all the time. I don't want to feel like a granny, but it does feel like the world is more broken than it's yeah, ever been. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because we have access to more news than Which we've ever had. may be what tells us when the world is more broken. It, that's true, too. Yes. And so it would not be surprising to me that people are anxious to oh, hear Oh, girl, when we read the, this week, when we read wars, wars and rumors, and rumors wars, of wars and earthquakes, earthquakes and, yeah, <laughs> I, we finished that day of reading the Gospels uh-huh. and we we're all like, well, <laughs> the next thing we're supposed to do, because <laughs> we're like, those are all happening yes. at the same time. Right. And so, we, not, and listen, I'm not predicting that Jesus is returning in the next few minutes, though he does not have to tarry on my account. Like, come on back, <laughs> make this place right, make yes. it right. But where there's no more pain and no more death and no more any of that, make it right. But when we read that, you go like, oh, there is something. I'm resonating with this. Yes. It feels real time. Maybe the people in the Mm -hmm. 1500s. I don't know. But it certainly feels like, well, this is a game plan for a game I am playing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And what an opportunity for us to actually take seriously the words that Jesus yes, says. Yes. This is he, how he says we are to live life. And, yes. You know, we haven't even touched on anger and judging. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. All these things. How so you he, treat your enemies. Yes. 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 It's it's so countercultural. Yeah. And yet it is the way to life. Well, do you know what it is? No one calls anybody their enemy. That's what it is, is mm. we don't say the people who disagree with me politically are my enemy. I have to love them anyway. Right. We say they're wrong. Yes. And they are. And so so we, we've we excused ourselves because we aren't actually labeling we're enemies. we're renaming them. Yes. Yeah, that's right. right. That's mm-hmm. right. If we actually called the people enemies that we hated, the Lord would be able to convict us. Right. We just don't actually call them that. Yes. Right. Or we just think, surely Jesus doesn't really mean yes. exactly that. Right. Yes. Right. Because that's the other, you know, that's you kind of read though, it. That's hard, though, Kelly. It's just, I know. I know. Uh, believe me, I, I'm i still, I'm struggling right now with when Jesus says, don't store up treasure on earth, but store it in heaven. I'm struggling with, okay, Lord, what does that word store mean? I don't want to play games with <laughs> yeah. what you're yeah. s- laying out. Yeah. You're like, I have like 20 jars of tomatoes in my basement. Is that <laughs> yeah. all right with you? Yeah. Because right. yeah. exactly. <laughs> I get to the Amazon and I'm like, okay, yeah, they are not storing. They wow. these people live day to day, every single day wow. by faith. And so you know, I can play. Uh, yeah. I, so all that to say is I there's so many things about the sermon that yeah. I'm like, OK, Lord, don't 
don't let me play games with this. Yes. Don't let me rename this. Don't let me just go, well, I live in America. Right. This is how we do things. Right. You know, like, or, or I live in 2023, and that's so it's different. And, right. Yeah. I mean, we, I, we've struggled. I wrote about, we do a, there's a Let's Read the Gospel guidebook every month. And I wrote about it in February. It was hard for me in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus talks about divorce mm. and cutting off your hand. Because mm-hmm. we don't actually follow either of those exactly. Right. I don't want people to cut their hands off. That's not right. what I'm saying. Don't cut your hand off. Yes. But like, what do we take literally? What do we not take literally? And how seriously are we taking sin? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's Because if he said he's cut your hand at. off, he does not want you to sin. Yes. It's that metaphor Again, of don't do cut your whatever. Hand off. Yeah. But yes. But do whatever it takes to cut the sin out. Yes. Yes. And... Because if think, it's your TV that's causing you to sin, right. cut it out. Mm-hmm. If it is your phone that's causing you to sin, if it's Instagram, right. if it's a book series, cut it out. Right. Right. And, and he's very serious on going into the heart. And yeah. that's why and you know that passage. He brings out, after he says, I've come to fulfill the law, he's like, take, for instance, like you've heard it said, don't murder. Oh, but by the way, I tell you, don't even be yeah, angry. That's right. You heard it say, no adultery. Oh, I'm telling you, don't even lust. Yep. You know, and he goes through these six things, and what he's doing is that I understand that he's doing is that he's getting at the at our heart. It's no longer okay to just check these religious boxes yes. and say, "I'm good here, I'm good here, I'm good here." No, Jesus is saying the Pharisees do that. Yeah, I haven't murdered anybody. Check, check, right. Pharisees do that. I'm going to the heart. I want you to be whole. Because at the end, yeah. he says, be perfect as I am perfect. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. uh, what? Well, that <laughs> word is actually, it's a Greek word, teleos, is I think how you pronounce it. But it really means whole. Oh, wow. Be complete. Integrated. As a, yes, be, yes. So don't, so you're, what you do and your heart are married. Wow. You're not acting religiously with the wrong heart. Yes. And and you don't have the right heart, but you're too lazy to do anything. Yes. So that our actions and our heart are all coming together and we're whole. And that yeah. really resonates with me Yeah. as I grow in Christ. Yes. That I see these places in my life that were disparate. Is that the right word? Disparate? Yeah. Whatever yeah. something. Yeah. And that they're coming, they're coming back together in him yes. because of his sanctification. You right. know, and they're like I had about I feel like I had about five years of like the Lord really running me through the sanctification, oh, you know, wow. like whatever. And gauntlet. Gauntlet, thank you. Yes. I was like, yeah. You're but like, I, I know the word in Portuguese. Yes, but. Right, right. I was like, what is that awful thing? I'm like, yes, the sanctification. Yeah, the gauntlet. And but I, I feel like coming through some of that, it there's a there's more of a wholeness wow. there. Yes. And and Jesus is getting after that a lot in his sermon. Yes. That he's bringing all of this together. Yes. And yes. that's why he calls out the Pharisees and the Sadduc- Sadducees because yeah. he says, look, they are doing the right thing. Yes. But with the wrong heart. Right. And that's what I want. That's what I have come to take yeah. care of. And really, the sermon is a fulfillment of those prophecies in Jeremiah and in Ezekiel, where he says, there is coming a day where I'm going to give you a new heart. And yeah. I'm going to turn your heart of stone into a heart of flesh. Right. And I can get pretty excited about that, Annie, because I feel like for me, I don't know, you know, if people are born more sinful than others, but I just felt like for me, like I had a lot of flesh coming into this world. You know what I mean? Like I was just not one of those people that was just easy, you know, easy to raise, easy to, (laughs) I was just kind of difficult. And so I see the Lord having gotten a hold of me and not just change my behavior, but actually changed who I am. Yes. Yes. 
And I that really moves me. And I think that that's where we when you look at the sermon and his teachings and then you get into those miracles and those encounters, you see people transformed. Yeah. And and I I that's like my hope for the for the Western church right now is that we would have transformed hearts. Yes. That not just that our we'd have all the right actions and yeah. check the right boxes, yeah. but that we would be more like Christ. Yes. I'm thinking about our friends who are thinking about Easter baskets yeah. for their college kids, for their neighbors, for people in their small group, or you know, even for the other moms in their kids' class at school. Is the blessed life a good thing for people who are growing in their faith? Yeah. I mean, my, my hope is, I mean, I, I gave this to my neighbors. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, hey, my hope is when I, re- when I wrote this, that you could be a seasoned believer yeah. and get new things from going through this, or you could be brand new. Yes. To the Christian faith, my or or maybe even not even be a follower of Jesus, but yeah. just be interested in who what does he yes. what does he say and yes. who is he, and and I felt like this I feel like this is a a it's an accessible thing because it's yes. ninety days, but you can just take these one little snippet. Yeah. You know, you're not committing. You know, all the other stuff I've done. You know, I've done all these Bible yeah, studies, and people yes. are like, "Oh, how long is this going to take? How much homework? <laughs> like, am I going to?" You know, and this is kind of exciting for me because I'm like, "Hey, this is like 640 words a day." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And but like, I'm going to give you a cookbook, and then here's a devotional. And here's a devotional. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, so it's, it. it's a nice entry point, and it's kind of like. You know, I think of it, you know, if you're going to have like, if you do really spend time in the word, this is like the orange juice. Yeah. You know, this is yeah. your cup of coffee. It's not yeah. necessarily the, you know, long term getting into yourself. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a, I hope it's a great place for anybody, wherever they are to pick it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm going to start it. I, I mean, it is, it, it is, we talk about sneaky Jesus around here, <laughs> a way you can hand somebody something that they may not know is as spiritual as it is. Yes. His name is on the cover. So it's not as sneaky as some things. Right. But everyone wants a blessed life, uh-huh. whether they know who Jesus is or not. Uh And so this is a great thing to hand to your teachers for teacher appreciation. I mean, I just feel like the, and it's beautiful. I can't wait for people to feel and see the cover. It's beautiful, Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I just am, I'm so interested between how interested culture is in Jesus and the wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and pain. (laughs) I'm like, we need to pay attention. Yes. We need to pay attention. Yes. He is having a moment for, for a reason. Yes, absolutely. Reason. Okay, what do we not say that you want to make sure we say? Oh, we've said a lot. I know, we did I can't it. think of anything. We did it again. We're I very good at this. I know, we are. We just, <laughs> I'm sure everybody's like this with Annie, though. I know nobody's no. short of words. <laughs> um, I love it. Okay, so the yeah, last question even, we always ask then. Yeah. Kelly Minter, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Well, so uh, you mean other than being in a meeting and a boa constrictor comes <laughs> yeah, down yeah, yeah. and is unwrapped other from than, that? Because that was a highlight, I have to say. That's snake number four, that, so if you're playing a game, <laughs> you get to go again? That was a big one for me. I mean, I have to say that was a really big moment. Yeah, understandably. Um, you know, I, I'll tell you, uh, my favorite thing to do is to have a few people over, family, friends, combination, whatever, yeah. and cook a meal. I know it. That always sounds fun to me. Always, always, always yes. sounds fun to me. Yes. So one of my favorite recipes that I've been making right now, and this is so easy, you guys can do it, is a butternut squash with sausage risotto. Oh, yum. It's just awesome. What? Now, if that's it not cookbook? the most seasonally appropriate thing right now because butternut squash is like, you know, think October, September, yeah. whatever. But whatever. We live in a global world. You Thank can get you. it. Thank you, you can get it. That's right. It's shipped in from Chile. Yeah, we'll, that's fi- right. we'll all be fine. That's right? right. Yeah, it's in the cookbook, but whatever. Okay, but I can tell you how to do it right now. Okay, you don't good. have to get all yeah. that. So basically, however you make risotto, just 
make it. It's on the package. You want to get the Arborio rice, yeah. you know, that yeah. thick, fat little yeah. rice. And get your butternut squash. If you want to be, like, really amazing, you can peel your butternut, cube it, yep, roast, it. roast it. Or you can get it in the little containers where it's already chopped Pre-done. and boxed. And Girl, sometimes you know me. there's a day for that. That's right. So roast it on, like, 425 or okay. something. Roast all that. Set it aside. Uh, get your sausage, ground yeah. sausage, or you can get the links, take the casing off, yep. ground it, fry all that up, set that aside. Then do your risotto. Make sure you at least use, if you're okay with this, one cup of white wine. It, okay. So the rest, chicken broth, yep. but make sure like the first cup is white wine. Got it. Let the alcohol burn off, but it gives it a really nice extra flavor. Yeah. Once you're done with the risotto, just stir in the butternut squash, stir in the sausage, throw a little bit of Parmesan I cheese. Say Parmesan. Stir that all around, and I'm telling you, maybe Kelly, just use some asparagus on the side or yeah. Brussels sprouts or something. Yeah, that has been so fun. Yeah, and it's always a crowd pleaser, and it makes a pile. Yeah, I would and bet. it heats it, up the next day really great. Oh, it lasts for all. You can eat that every day for lunch. Yes. Oh, that's great. Totally. I, I lo- what are you growing right now in the garden? Is it? Is it growing anything? So the garden is not growing anything right now because I had some construction going on. And so now all my beds are empty, but I'm about to get soil in them. And yeah. then I'll probably start I'll probably start with summer vegetables. Yeah. This is the tomatoes, yep. the cucumbers, yeah. the peppers, your basic fare. Yes. And flowers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last you did few flowers. years I did a couple beds of flowers. I and I'll tell that. you, whoever's interested in that, that's awesome. Is it? You can tuck a bunch of little flowers in a little, in a tiny little ball jar, vase, whatever, yeah. and just put it on your neighbor's doorstep yeah. or walk them down. And it just makes everything so happy. It's I such love a having thing. yes, yeah. and I love having fresh cut flowers in yeah. my house. It's easy, and you just yeah, you just line them up in the beds and let them grow. Just cut garden and come out. Yeah, pop them in vases. I love that. Yeah. So that always sounds fun to me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That risotto sounds just right. Super that's fun. Brilliant. Okay. So if I heard you describe it, you can also find it in the cookbook. So, yeah. so if they need visuals, they can grab. Say the yes. name of the cookbook for me again. A place at the table. That's right. A place at the table. It's beautiful. Mm. I have it at my house. So I will look it up tonight. Kelly, thanks for doing this. I love you. Hey. I'm so grateful to be on the planet serving the Lord alongside you. Hey, it is what my honor. honor always to be over here. So I'm ex- I'm so excited. Thanks, friend. Oh, you guys, isn't she the best? I just love her. And I'm telling you, we try to record shows in one to two weeks before it comes out. It's very rare that we record it 40 hours before it comes out. So I'm so grateful for her having such a timely conversation with us as well. Listen, grab your copy of The Blessed Life. It came out last week. Get your copy. Get a handful to give out as gifts. They are really, really beautiful gifts and such good information on the inside. I mean, how many times did Kelly blow your mind today? I know, for me, it was like three, probably three, and then four snake references. I apologize. That makes it five. Hey, listen, follow Kelly on social media so you can tell her thanks for being on the show today. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Kelly, and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening, just like you. All right, Taylor, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, my name is Taylor. I'm from Alexandria, Louisiana. And at this time, what sounds fun to me is going to a San Antonio Spurs game with my husband. (gasps) Yes. Okay. NBA. Is that your sport of choice? No, but it's my husband's (laughs) sport of choice. (laughs) Good woman. Taylor, you're teaching me how to do it. Well done. Yes. So, So tell me why you would love going if it's your husband's sport of choice. I uh, love San Antonio, yeah. so we're going to go shopping. <laughs> so yes. I get the shopping and the good food, and he gets to watch his favorite team for the first time at home. There so there we go. go. <laughs> Very good. I mean, the tacos on that main strip of San Antonio, the Riverwalk, yes. unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. 
Uh, it's so fun to hear those, right? Okay, be sure you're subscribed to the AFD Week in Review for updates on how you can share what sounds fun to you on an upcoming episode. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is hanging out with the U.S. women's national team. They are in Nashville for a match on Sunday. I get to see my friend Mal and get to hang out with some of the girls. I cannot wait. Yay for women's soccer. Y'all know we're going to talk about it on the pod. Get the ready. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday celebrating President's Day with America's government teacher, the amazing Sharon McMahon. We'll see y'all then.